0: If you're about to jump into a syndication, or maybe you're just starting to research it now and you're feeling hesitant, that's the only way that's gonna help you build your confidence, right, is research. So go in, read, check out previous deals, understand what a deal packet looks like, understand what the legal paperwork is that you need to get signed to get involved, and more than anything, take your time. Welcome to the Free From Wall Street podcast, where we share how we have done over $200 million in real estate deals to create, preserve, and pass on generational wealth without the roller coaster ride of the stock market. If you're ready to start investing with purpose, visit freefromwallstreet.com. But for now, let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Free From Wall Street Podcast. Today we're gonna talk about the five things new investors should do before their first syndication. You'll also find this on one of our blog posts, but I thought it was good enough to go ahead and talk to you guys about on the podcast, too, because you know, when you first begin to consider real estate syndication as an investment option, it can feel like you're kind of on an island. You know, it's a little bit lonely, it's a little bit intimidating. If you don't have experience in the space, you might feel like you're kind of going in blind. So, you know, I know that when we personally made the switch from residential real estate investing to syndications, and we're both and we're in both positions as uh, general partners, as active investors, and then also as passive investors, some of my concerns were: How am I going to invest into this property that I've never seen? I've never felt it. I've never touched it. Um, how am I going to get my money back? How am I not going to log in to see my money in the account, which, by the way, we've solved for with our investor portal. Now you can see where your money is at, where your distributions are at, things like that. So we kind of take that fear away because it's not just in kind of the ether. You know where to go to look at your investment, see all the updates, see all the pictures, even if you're thousands of miles away. So these fears, you know, we had to address them the only way that we knew how, which was Research. We have to get educated about what we're getting into. Every article I read, every conversation that we had, it helped me build this knowledge base to where I felt more confident about jumping in. And this isn't an overnight thing, right? I mean, very rarely do we have people that ask us about our opportunities, or very rarely do I see some new opportunity and say, Yeah, that sounds good. We'll jump right in, right? You have to do some research. You have to get educated about it. You can't go in blind. I mean, arguably we do that with the stock market, right? We put our money in mutual funds. We don't know who's running the company. We don't know what list of companies are in that mutual fund. We just kind of hope for it to go up. That's why we love real estate because we can research it. I can research the market. I can see, is it gentrifying? I can see, is the population growing? Is there job diversity there? I mean, I can do some quick research and find out what the crime rate is, what the median income is. All of this information is right at our hands. So it makes it very easy to determine, hey, is this a good area for us to go and invest in? or not, you know? And, um, so again, you just have to research. You have to read books. You have to listen to podcasts. You got to do your research. So if you're about to jump into a syndication, or maybe you're just starting to research it now and you're feeling hesitant, that's the only way that's going to help you build your confidence, right? Is research. So go in, read, check out previous deals, understand what a deal packet looks like, understand what the legal paperwork is that you need to get involved, that you need to get signed to get involved. And more than anything, take your time. I know a lot of investors that think, oh, there's a deal on the table. I got to choose right now. Look, there's always going to be another deal. Don't get involved into a deal until you're comfortable with what it is that you're investing in. Right. So do your research. A couple of book suggestions Rich Dad Poor Dad, uh, Kiyosaki. It's a whole new business by Gene Trowbridge. Gene Trowbridge is a uh, syndication attorney, so he looks at it from a very detailed perspective on the limited partner and the general partner aspect of things. And then you can listen to some podcasts, like the one you're listening to now, obviously, but you can listen to the best real estate investing podcast with uh, Joe Fairless. You can listen to Bigger Pot Kits. Um, The real estate guys have a podcast. There's a lot of information out there and it's pretty easy to just do some quick searching and figure out, hey, what do I have to, um, what what should I be reading? What should I be listening to? Reach out to us if you want some suggestions. I mean, as you can see from the books behind us, we read a lot. We listen to a lot of different podcasts, both personal growth and business growth and real estate growth. So there's a lot of information out there. And then Ask questions. Ask whatever is on your mind, right? Anybody that you're going to be investing with should be extremely open to you asking a ton of questions, right? You're taking your hard-earned money and you're deploying it with somebody as an investment, and um, you shouldn't ever feel like you're asking too many questions, right? And then you can go to different places to see if people already ask those questions that you have. Go to Facebook groups. There's uh, BiggerPockets.com is a great place. I mean, there's a you know, million articles on there and a lot of people on there, but you can sift through some of the content and figure out people that were in your position that had different questions or even the same questions as you. And now you know how to get them answered. You're not the first person to have questions when you jump into these things. Everybody always calls me and before they're about to jump in, they apologize saying, Oh, you know, I'm so sorry. I have so many questions. No, that's good. You need to get these questions answered. If you're going to Feel comfortable about the investment, not worry about how you're getting your money back and what's the return profile and how are payments getting made, right? Are they getting paid quarterly, getting paid yearly, getting paid monthly? Um, there's no dumb questions, right? You just have to be diligent and then gather the answers that to the questions that you want to ask so that you feel more confident. And then, you know, I always tell people connect with our other investors too. talk to other people that are doing the same thing that you're about to do. We're happy to provide uh, referrals from the people that are invested with us. Anybody else should be able to do the same thing, right? If they have happy investors and that's what the goal of any uh, general partner should be is happy investors should be no problem giving you a list of a couple names that you can call up and have a five minute conversation with and ask questions to them and see what their experience is like. You can find other investors through online forums. You can do local networking events. There's there's a million ways to find those people, but you have to, and we've said this again and again, find your tribe. Find the people that are doing what you want to do and ask them the questions if it's your first time. If it's not your first time, then people are going to start asking you questions, right? Which is great. And then I always suggest that you go ahead and review previous deal flow. And what that means is look at some of the, history of that sponsor or of that general partner of the company that you're investing with and see what kind of deals they're buying. How are those deals operating? What are the uh, actual versus projected cash flows based on the pro forma? As you look at more and more investment summaries, you're going to become more and more knowledgeable about the lingo. Right. And kind of understand the flow of the deal package, how every sponsor communicates. It's a little bit different. What investments interest you. Right. Maybe you're interested in hotel investment. Maybe you're interested in multifamily apartment complexes. Maybe it's self-storage. You know, we have a couple of those, too. Maybe it's restaurants. Maybe it's businesses. I mean, so what excites you? What makes you feel like, hey, this is going to be fun to invest into? And then finally, take your time. Every single deal that we do it fills up pretty quickly And some investors freak out and they think that they have a very limited amount of time to jump in. And although that might be true, that these deals will fill up quickly and the opportunity may pass, that's no reason to jump in when you're shaky or when you're nervous still. You should only jump in when you're confident and you know what you're doing and you feel comfortable. There's always going to be another deal, right? There's always going to be another opportunity. I mean, last year we closed five deals or four deals. Four or five deals. So there's always one right around the corner, right? We're constantly getting things under contract. The people that you're working with, they're going to continue to buy. So give yourself the time to learn what you need to learn. Give yourself the time so that when you make a choice, you're confident about getting into that investment and you're excited. And then if you take nothing else from our podcast today, remember it's completely normal to feel skeptical and anxious, maybe even a little timid when you're making your first syndication commitment. The ability to take action is what separates the successful people from those who give up. So stay the course, continue to learn, take action when you're ready, right? Your first real estate syndication deal is a big milestone in your investing journey. And even though your head might be spinning, it is a time to savor. You should enjoy this process, You know, uh, It is a process to learn these things. It is a process to decide that this is the right path for me because you're kind of bucking the system a little bit, right? The rest of America is taught to go to school, get a good job, and invest their money in a 401k, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. And when you say, no, I'm going to take this into my own hands and I'm going to go and invest in a real estate deal – there will be a plenty of naysayers. A lot of people will sit there and say, no, don't do that. You know, you don't know what you're doing. And maybe those guys are scam artists. Maybe it's a Ponzi scheme, whatever. We've heard it all, right? So uh, first of all, don't ever feel bad about asking those questions, right? Those are valid questions. People are worried about what they're going to do with their money. And they feel like Wall Street, although it's unpredictable and volatile, it's um, it's somewhat regulated. They kind of know what they're going to get in terms of... Um, overall returns long term so when you jump into these sometimes it's a little bit scary you don't know exactly what it's going to look like but ask a million questions find out what you're getting into feel comfortable and confident about it and then all of those naysayers in a couple of years when they're seeing your returns are going to say hey how did you do that and you can start sharing it with them but you're going out on a limb right by doing this unless you know other people that are doing it it's a little bit daunting because this is not the normal way to create wealth and retirement plans and things like that. Although it is the best way, right, in our opinion, and the most wealthy people do this, it's not, quote unquote, the norm, right? 80% of America does not do this. And, you know, in one of our upcoming podcasts, we're going to be talking about the pension crises and 401k crisis. You just heard our last podcast with Mark Willis. He was talking about how The average American would have to sell something or put debt on their credit cards if they had a bill that was over $500. 80% of America would have to do that. And I think the average 401k retirement plan right now across the country is $25,000 in a retirement account. So... You know, we are in a financial mess in this country and these types of non-traditional investments keep people scared, right? They see you doing it and they're scared of it, but they don't take the time to learn it. It's not difficult to get out there and learn this stuff, but it does take time. It does take effort. It does take energy, which is fine. I mean, especially if you're looking to do something different than what the majority of America is doing. So, lean on us. We've been there. We have plenty of referrals and, and people that we can send you to plenty of books. So enjoy the journey, right? And take your time, learn what you're investing in. Don't go in blind. That'll build your confidence. And that'll make you feel really good about yourself when you start to win. And when people ask you, Hey, I'll just get started. You can say, Oh, I read this book. All right. Listen to this podcast. So, um, yeah, continue reading, continue learning, continue growing. That's what we're going to leave you with today. Take your time. Go find out more about what it is. If you're already investing in real estate, congratulations. I know that that's the journey you had to take. It's the certainly the one that we had to take to do something a little bit different than the rest of the world is. So stay confident, enjoy the ride, go invest with purpose, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Free From Wall Street podcast. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review and let us know what you think.